Do you find yourself comparing how you parent to how your best friend parents? Do you find yourself stricter or more relaxed as a parent compared to your friends and family? And do you wonder if one style is better than another? So the big question is this, how do we navigate through the mountain of overwhelming, often contradictory and sometimes false parenting information we find online? What parenting information should you believe and apply and what should you reject? That is the big question and in this podcast we will help you understand what underlies your child's behavior and explain how to react in a way that favors your child's optimal development. I'm Alexandra Scherzer and welcome to Dr. Solomon's Wisdom. This is the second part of a three-part series we're doing on parenting styles. If you haven't listened to our first part of this series, please listen to it now and come back to this podcast after. In it, we go over what parenting styles are and why it's important to know what your parenting style is. So knowing more about what your parenting style is may feel and sound very academic, as we mentioned in the first podcast. It may not be something you're all too concerned with, and I understand in the daily life of what young kids throw at us, this topic may feel too abstract for the here and now issues you face hourly as a parent. But I hope you will keep listening because being self-aware, which is the S in our wise parenting formula, is paramount. And I'll be willing to say that it's playing a larger role than you think in how your kids will turn out. Being aware of not only of how you parent, what types of parenting decisions you make, but also why you parent the way that you do can do two things for you. The first is that you will better understand how your parenting is affecting your children. Everyone can benefit from understanding more about the effects of their interactions with their children on their children's actual behavior and on the long-term effects of their parenting style. And the second is that if you are aware of your own parenting style and you understand the effects of all of the parenting styles, you will be in a better position to be confident in how you choose to parent your young kids. One of our main goals here at Dr. Solomon's Wisdom is to help parents feel confident in their parenting choices and stop them second-guessing themselves. Okay, so hopefully you've already listened to the first part in our three-part series and have a good grasp of what parenting styles are and how it can help you to know what yours is. Now we'll move on to a second parenting style. Today's podcast will be about the parenting style that emerged in the 1800s. Permissive parenting, which is also sometimes referred to as a laissez-faire style of parenting. In the 1800s, a European philosopher, Jean-Jacques Rousseau, promoted the idea that children are born good and left to their own devices would grow up to be kind and competent adults. It is adults who corrupt the children. A few decades later, Sigmund Freud advanced his theory of psychoanalysis. Many people interpreted his theory as a call for being permissive with children. 
So a big change came about in the way people viewed children. And for the first time in history, many people decided it was better to be kinder than crueler to children. In fact, they went pretty well to the opposite extreme. So this is where the indulgent, indulgent, permissive parenting style that we see today stems from. So what does permissive parenting look like in more detail? I'll first say that regardless of the parenting style, each child's individual genes, as well as certain other factors, such as socioeconomic level and the role of other people who interact with the child, will make for variations in the outcome of each parenting style. Overall, permissive parenting has fewer positive outcomes than authoritative parenting, which we will discuss at length in the final podcast of this series. These permissive parents expect the child to learn to be self-disciplined without their using any discipline. Discipline here means expectancies, rules, regulations, not punishment. The parents believe that children at each age learn from their own experiences. This means that children do things and things happen in reaction and therefore they learn. The parents are not neglectful, but they let the child decide whatever he is capable of deciding with little or no interference. If a two-year-old doesn't want to wear a bib and they get all dirty, so be it the parents will change them. This kind of experience doesn't upset permissive parents. They're not angry, they're not frustrated, they're not annoyed. They are warm and loving. They simply allow the behavior to play out happily. With an older child, they will explain something that has to be done or something they'd like them to do, but leave it up to the child to decide whether or not to do so. They really believe that the child should make his own decisions. Even though they make suggestions, they don't insist on being obeyed. The same goes for stopping unacceptable behavior. They will tell the child is not acceptable, but will not insist that he stop. They are nonetheless protective of their children and will not let them get into danger of any kind. They are also, as I said, warm and loving. Not all uh, permissive parents are equally permissive, and that's the case with all parenting styles. Most parents are a mix, but predominantly of one style or another. So what are some concrete examples to help explain permissive parenting? Generally speaking, they don't help their children to learn to adapt to the society that they will live in. So what do I mean by that? For instance, they will let their children walk around with dirty boots on restaurant chairs. They will let them take clean pillows off a bed, put them on the floor, and jump on them. They will let them speak rudely to relatives, to school staff, and to staff in stores. They will let them grab food off the table at a friend's house. They are, as I said before, warm and loving. They are physically affectionate, with lots of hugs and kisses, and they are verbally affectionate, tell their children that they love them. And with this arrangement, 
when the children are making all the decisions, there's no need for punishment. Permissive parents don't punish their children. So now, let's talk about how these kids grow up. The parents don't give their children sufficient guidelines as to how to behave, and they let them make decisions that they aren't necessarily ready for. This has several effects. The first is that the children often don't know what to do. They act as though they are lost in a forest without a map. The second is that they end up making decisions that don't fall into the social norms of their peer group, and so they are not very well liked by other children. The third is that they are also impulsive and domineering. And the fourth is that they are very resistant to other adults. They are also less mature for their age and thus less independent compared to their peers. In adolescence, they are less likely to take responsibility for their actions. Now, funnily enough, some of these children grow up to be particularly creative. So there is one other parenting style that we'll go over in detail in this series, and that's authoritative parenting. We hope that you'll listen to this series in its entirety so that you can get a full understanding of parenting styles and their effects on children. As we mentioned earlier, parents often pull from various styles to shape their own. If you are aware of your own parenting style and you know the pros and cons of it and of other styles, you can have more confidence in parenting in the parenting style you are using with all that it involves. We hope that you found today's podcast helpful. Come say hi on social. Our Facebook and Instagram accounts are at Dr. Solomon's Wisdom, all one word. You can subscribe to the Wise Parenting Podcast on any podcast app, including Spotify, the Apple and Google Podcast apps, or wherever you listen. Parenting advice keeps changing on us, depending on what you read and who you listen to. This is making parents feel like they're doing a bad job. And worst of all, many parents today don't know who to trust for what is probably the most important job they'll ever have. So if you're the parent of a young child and you would like to feel clearer, more confident, and more at ease about your parenting decisions, then the Wise Parenting Academy can help you get there. With on-demand access to our extensive lecture and seminar series, as well as exclusive one-on-one guidance from Dr. Solomon, the Wise Parenting Academy is the perfect next step to building the best long-term outcomes for your child. Come check us out at thewiseparentingacademy.com. Thank you for listening and we hope you will join us again.